Hey guys, welcome back to NRG, the Feel Good Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be speaking about the energy of worry. I believe that worrying is a precursor to resolution. If we analyze what we're worrying about, we really give it a lot of thought, think it through, we can worry our way through a problem and establish a way forward. When we think about what we know about worrying, there's a a stigma attached to it around stagnation, about you must stop worrying, you must focus on being grateful for what you've got, worrying is a waste of time, it's not a great emotion, only unstable, unstrong, weak people worry. All these bad things we've we've come to know about worry has made me think about, hang on a second, why do we worry then? Why is it in place? Why does it happen to us? And I really think worrying is the body's reaction to something we need to resolve. We start worrying about something, we should ask ourselves, why am I worrying about this? What is driving this worry and what is a potential solution so that I don't worry anymore and I grow from this, I move forward and I actually make it a productive thing. So basically, worry is possibly a totally natural emotion designed to get our creative juices flowing and put us on the path to manifesting a solution. I believe worry can be both debilitating and constructive. We have a choice what we do with it. I think bearing it, pushing it aside, ignoring it is possibly not the healthiest and most beneficial solution. I think we have to acknowledge it. We have to be thankful for it. But then we need to know that it's the start of something bigger. It's the start of a growth phase and it's the start of our body and our mind, our higher self working with us to resolve, to really get to a place where we come out a better person. There's a song called Hands by a singer called Jewel and the words go something like I'm not going to worry because worry is wasteful and useless in times like these. I won't be made useless. I won't be idle with despair. That last part resonated with me particularly well. I just thought we have a choice of what we do with worry. It's coming up. It's showing up. What do we do with it? I recently immigrated from South Africa to England at the age of 52 because my journey started with a bit of worry. I was living in a country where I no longer felt safe. I no longer felt there was a future for me. I wasn't happy. There was something eating away at me and it was a consistent worry that was sitting in the back of my mind and no matter how much positive energy I threw at it, no matter how I focused on what I was grateful for, I threw my focus in different directions. It always came back to the same gnawing feeling that there was something that wasn't quite right and I needed to do something about it. So that worry showed up for me as a very real emotion related to where I was going in life. And for the longest time I thought, what? I'm over 50. There's no ways I can immigrate to another country and start all over again. That's crazy. If you look at the exchange rate, at that stage it was something like 21 to the pound. It was possibly the worst decision a person could make. But from a space of worry, I thought to myself, well, what have I got to lose? 
I sliced it sideways, backwards, up and down, every possible solution till Sunday. And I came up with the result that I had more to gain and less to lose eventually. But it's because I spent so much time thinking about it and unpacking it and analyzing it that I was able to move forward with a decision which now, just over a year down the line, I'm so grateful that I made because my life has changed exponentially. And I think it's due to the fact that I had a negative thing come up for me. I tossed and turned it around in my head and then eventually I reached a resolution. And I remembered something a a manager of mine said probably about 20, 30 years ago. He said, any move in any direction is just a decision away. When you make that decision, you're 50% there. And that really resonated with me. So the next time you find yourself worrying about something, stop and acknowledge the feeling, the emotion, but choose to make it into a positive experience rather than an attractor for further drama and negative energy. Make it your bitch and make it work for you. You know you will rise up and meet and handle any difficult situation. You've always done this. It's in your energy. It's who you are. You're a survivor and you're a creator. Just worrying by itself is manifesting the negative. It's a request for additional resistance and problems. It's also opening a space for adversity and discomfort so that you have the opportunity to shine a light on the circumstances around that which you are worried about. So it's a good thing to be open to it and to understand it. Make an effort to unpack it, see it, take it apart. So when worry pops up for you, thank it for showing up and giving you an important thing to work on. Connect to your vibration of where you wish to go and hold on to that energy. Let go of the what's the worst and terriblest option and shift your focus to where you want to be eventually. In other words, it's charging our energy with worrying about what might happen. This is holding a space for that potential outcome to happen. But charging our energy with a solution is manifesting from a place of improvement and growth and resolution. It's taking our power back, choosing fight over flight. The worst thing we can do is ignore what we're worrying about. This won't work. It'll only come up later and time and time again. We need to acknowledge the thought of worry and choose to hold thoughts of understanding, analyzing, and then letting go and knowing knowing that this will work out for the best and you are more than prepared to handle whatever comes to you. Sadhguru said, most humans are not suffering life. They're just suffering their memories and imagination. How profound is that and how appropriate for what I'm speaking about? We've got to know that we are worrying for a specific reason and we mustn't beat ourselves up It's actually a sign of intelligence. It's a sign of connection and it's a sign of maturity. It's your inner knowing and intelligence saying there's something to deal with, something to resolve and an opportunity to move forward. Look at worry in a different way. Make it a friend, a teacher. Eventually you will see the opportunity in it. We can battle when we're worrying about something to actually work it out. So the question is, how do we do this? 
when worry comes up, I think the first step is to bring your consciousness back to the now. Worry is almost always based on something that's not yet happened. It's a prediction. It's not our reality. So create your now. Adopt a habit of slowing down and living for today. Stop using most of your time to look back and remember or to look forward and imagine. Focus on what's happening right now. Focus on all your senses. The sounds of the the birds. The smell of spring, winter, rain, whatever. Focus on what's actually happening now. This will bring you back into reality and away from your thoughts. And you've got a better chance then of being able to step out of the worry mode and focus on the subject that you're actually worrying about. Sadhguru also says, when your thoughts and emotions become more important than the creator's creation, we are headed for tragedy. That is such an appropriate um, saying as well. Literally, when we go into our head, we're headed in the wrong direction. Yes, we've got to accept that we have a future. We've got to have dreams and imagination and, and aspire to things. But we must see the present, uh, the present as our current reality, as the place of power from which we can establish that future, that future success and happiness. All the power is in the right now. So we've got to land that plane, come to settle on the worry and see it for exactly what it is. A great way to do this is to see yourself rising above your issue. Go outside of your problem. Physically imagine that you are separate from the issue. That it's almost an energy or a cloud around you. It's not connected to you. It's not who you are. It's not part of you. It's something that temporarily has settled in your space and your awareness. And you have a choice what you can do with it. View it from a higher or a different perspective. A solution can never be created on the same level that the problem was created. We have to actively move to a new space to look back, to look down or to look forward to solve that issue. It's really, really important to isolate the problem mentally, cut it off from the rest of our consciousness and then be highly, highly aware of the switch. Know what you're doing. You physically, actively Isolating the problem, taking it out of your consciousness, almost lying it open on a table so that you can view it and see what it's all about. Dissect it and come up with solutions. When we visualize ourselves seeing the problem as a cloud surrounding our bodies, we are able to look at it from outside of our bodies and this will help our brains make the leap from experiencing the problem to unpacking it. It will also assist in separating the emotions of the problem from the actual problem. Once we have separated the problem into a separate space from ourselves and and from where we are, we need to break it down to its simplest form. What exactly are we worrying about? In order to identify what it is, write down the issue or the problem as if you're explaining it to somebody else. Make it as simple as possible the shortest, simplest sentence that best describes this problem of worry. The writing, the physical action of a piece of paper and a pencil or a pen is so beneficial. It just contextualizes everything so clearly and so methodically in our minds. Once we've separated ourselves from the problem and we've vocalized what the problem is and isolated it, 
almost in two separate entities, then what I like to do is adopt the self-coaching model of Brooke Castillo, who is a, a, a coach from America who is fantastic. She has an incredible, incredibly powerful way of looking at things. And she's come up with a self-coaching model, which is just incredible for analyzing problems and, and coming up with solutions. And for me, when I'm worrying about something, using this model is just incredible because it puts everything into perspective. It separates the emotion from the problem and it allows you to think clearly, think logically and come up solutions for yourself, by yourself, using your knowledge, your experience and your frame of reference, which is possibly the most powerful way to look at a problem. So where she starts is looking at the circumstances surrounding the problem or the worry. I was here when suddenly this happened. Literally, don't think of anything else. Just what happened. What actually happened. What, what is the issue? Then once you've listed that and it's quite clear, list your thoughts about the circumstance. Don't focus on any feelings. Just thoughts. Remain in an objective mindset. Be analytical and analyze what's coming up for you in terms of thoughts. What are you thinking? It's that simple. Just what are you thinking about this problem? Then once you've got a few thoughts listed around the worry, then understand the feelings associated and unpack them. For example, I'm feeling fear. Fear of losing that person. I'm feeling shame. Shame for what I did. I'm feeling embarrassment. Embarrassment for how I looked or came across. Those kind of things. Literally just think about your feelings. And for this you're going to have to relax and really just feel what's coming up for you. It might take a while, but the more time you give yourself to process this, the more chance you have of moving through it and past it. The magic happens now when once the feelings coming from that worry are listed, because you'll be further removed from the detail, the closeness, and better able to see a way out. Now you list the possible actions. What can you actively do? What actions can you take to move forward? These are not necessarily solutions yet, but just actions. Things that you can do that will make a difference. Things that you could read, you could maybe identify, research, ask professionals, avenues you could possibly go down and explore. This doesn't necessarily have to be a resolve, but just puts your mind into the action mode. What can I do as opposed to just sitting here and worrying, wasting my energy on a non-productive emotion? What can I actually do to move forward? I think there's a lot of strength and energy in doing something for yourself to achieve a goal. Once you're satisfied with the actions you could potentially take, list some outcomes or results that might flow from these actions. It's important to remember here, you might not solve a problem or stop it from happening or counteract a worry, but you'll put it into perspective and you'll understand it and you'll either accept it, move past it, or deal with it or further equip yourself to be in a better position to deal with it and feel confident that you've really thought it through, you've given it your highest 
focus and this is really your best thinking what you're going to do about it you're not just waiting for a sign from someone else or someone to tell you what to do you've literally done the work and you will feel incredible about this believe me it is one of the most powerful powerful activities to to do obviously the self-coaching model requires a calm and peaceful mind and if you're in the worrying frame of mind or if you're a bit upset or negative you can't really make that transition so the best way to do it is to get into the flow of right now and experience with all your senses so that you can return to the now and enjoy a place of peace you also mentally and physically need to let go of being too serious that's another bad habit we we tend to adopt when we're thinking we need to be really serious really focused and really concentrate and this kind of inhibits our our creativity for coming up with different ideas for looking at problems on a different level i think you need to be focused you need to concentrate you need to be really serious if you're about to take up a scalpel and operate on someone's brain but if you're looking at a problem or a warrior you want to overcome some drama a very very powerful method is to let go of being so serious just be open to new and different ways to look at that problem love yourself and be grateful for your amazing power your inner self is shining that light your inner self is worrying so that you can let go and not hold on this you need to see as a superpower look for and enjoy the beautiful in every day land in the now by expecting the magic and expecting the surprises you've also got to relax physically release the tension that's in your body through rest meditation taking time out now more than ever before gurus and scientists and medical practitioners are linking recovery from disease to self-love and self-care it's not a silly fad it's a strength and an exponentially powerful tool you have to trust you got to trust that the answers and the resolutions will come resist the urge to stay in the worry stay in the problem stay in the issue make a mental agreement with yourself to move out of the space by trusting your power of resolution you have the answers trust this know that they will come also get over worrying what others think this is nothing to do with you stop reading the minds of others you don't actually know if it's true what they what you think they're thinking let everyone else be isn't it more productive to focus on what's going on in our minds also worrying about another's thoughts and judgments stems from our minds anyway these are our thoughts everyone experiences one thing in a different way this is about you and only you for you there's so much freedom in allowing that beauty of yourself to come through then lastly enlist the help of the universe god your higher self to get the answers remember you are never alone and relying on this help and support can be hugely beneficial and magical i hope you guys have found some light in what i'm saying the self coaching model is just incredible really to go over it again just to to make it quite simple and quite clear is you need to focus on the circumstance 
then you need to focus on the thoughts that come up for you based on the circumstance. Then, what feelings are associated to those thoughts? Then what possible actions can you take? And what results can happen after taking those actions? This just generally puts into perspective the thing that you're worried about, what your options are, whether or not you can solve it, move from it, break away from it, innovate and have a resolution, or deal with it. Look at it from a different angle. We feel so much better when we've invested a little bit of time and thinking into a worry and into a problem, and we've looked at it as a friend rather than an enemy. I think that's really, really key, what I'm saying today, is that worrying can be our best friends. I think it's it's almost a safety mechanism that we have, and it saves us, it helps us. It shows us the way, it shows us what we need to focus on, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think what we do with it, like many things, is where the bad could potentially come in. But there could also be a hell of a lot of good with it. So next time you worry about something, remember this, and remember the self-coaching model, and remember that there is always a way out, through, or with it. Until next week, I hope you guys have an amazing time and keep chill, keep calm and keep feeling good. Thank you.